Hello listeners, welcome to Word on the Street, a news rap series brought to you by Vpod, the podcast club of I am Vishakhapatnam. I am Rahul, your host for this week. Let's crack it down. India's August retail inflation eases to 6.83%, potential impacting on RBI's policy. In August, India witnessed a slowdown in its retail inflation rate, dropping to 6.83% from July 7.44%, according to government data released on Tuesday. Notably, August retail's inflation figure fell outside the Reserve Bank of India's tolerance range of 2.6%. The moderation in August retail inflation can be attributed to a decline in vegetable prices. Given this declining inflation trend, it is expected that the RBI will maintain its current repo rate and stance and with the likelihood of a rate hike being put on hold, as stated by Madan Sabnavis, the chief economist at Bank of Baroda. Now let's move on to the next topic for this week. Kerala government working to identify area patient zero of Nipah virus outbreak. The Kerala Health Department announced on Friday that it has identified 1,080 individuals on the contact list of Nipah positive patients and has initiated sample collection. High-risk contacts will undergo testing, as previously stated. The ICMR's National Institute of Virology dispatched a mobile BSL-3 laboratory to Korikod to analyze the samples. This marks the fourth occurrence of the viral infection in the state, with previous cases in Korikod in 2018 and 2021 and Ernakulam in 2019. Research by the World Health Organization and ICMR has indicated that the entire state is susceptible to such infection. Now let's shift our focus to the next topic. India's Finance Minister Assesses External Debt and Debt Service Ratio Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman reported that India's external debt was $624.7 billion as of March, with a manageable debt service ratio of 5.3%. She noted that India's external debt position is comparatively strong among low- and middle-income countries. These details were part of an external debt report for the fiscal year 2022-2023. The debt service ratio measures the proportion of gross debt service payments, including principal and interest, to external current receipts, revealing the use of foreign exchange reserves for debt repayment. Increased gross external debt service payments in 2022-23 were influenced by various factors including higher debt service payments. Now let's move on to the next topic. UK government pledges £500 million for Tata Steel Port's Tablot Decarbonisation Project. Britain will provide £500 million to Tata Steel to help decarbonize its Port Talbot site in Wales, the UK government said. The Britain stated that the government grant, which called out one of the largest government support projects in history, would help safeguard 5,000 jobs. This project is vital for Tata Steel's UK business, addressing challenges posed by aging facilities. It also aims to reduce emissions by 50 million tonnes over the next decade. Additionally, Tata Steel plans to invest £20 million in two centres for innovation and technology in the UK. The project will restructure Tata Steel's balance sheet and potentially eliminate current cash losses and address non-cash impairments in legacy investments. Now finally, here's the hot topic of the week. Key highlight of G20 Summit The 18th G20 Summit of 2023 recently concluded in New Delhi, India, marking the first ever G20 Summit hosted by the country. The summit's theme, Vasudhaiva Kudambam, or One Earth, One Family, One Future, is rooted in ancient Sanskrit texts and the goal of sustainable development. India was successfully able to achieve consensus around the New Delhi Declaration early on in the G20 summit, which resulted in the dilution of positions held by the US and EU. The 2023 G20 summit, hosted by India under the theme Vasudhaiva Kudambakam, yielded several significant outcomes. 
India used its G20 presidency to amplify Global South concerns and secured unanimous support for a leader's declaration recognizing the Ukraine conflict without naming any aggressor. The summit also backed India's call for reforming global institutions like the United Nations Security Council. The 2023 G20 New Delhi Leaders Declaration, comprising 83 paragraphs, achieved a historic 100% consensus among member nations. It covered various areas including strengthening multilateral development banks and regulating cryptocurrencies and enhancing financial inclusion. The African Union, representing 55 African countries, was granted full G20 membership, similar to the EU's representation. There was a call for swift conclusion of the debt treatment of Ethiopia. Several world leaders attended including German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, French President Emmanuel Macron, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan, and others. Notably, Chinese President Xi Jinping and Russian President Vladimir Putin were absent. A memorandum of understanding was signed among India, the US, Saudi Arabia, the EU, the UAE, France, Germany, and Italy to establish IMEC, India, Middle East, Europe Economic Corridor, a network of transportation routes aimed at promoting economic development by fostering integration between Asia, the Arabian Gulf, and Europe. While no consensus was reached on phasing out fossil fuels, the G20 endorsed tripling global renewable energy capacity and emphasized the need for emissions to peak before 2025. The declaration also stressed the urgency of mobilizing trillions of dollars for climate-related purposes. And that's a wrap. We'll be back next time. Until then, follow and support us on all our social media handles. Stay tuned and cheers.